Hello, everyone, and welcome back to State of the Realm. I think that's the most apt introduction I could possibly do. We're taking a bit of a break since, well, we did have one more show planned for last month, but uh, our guest was unavailable for quite some time. We'll be getting around to doing that show in the next month or so. But next patch news round is coming on up, and so we are booting back up. For that, you're going to need a couple of hosts. I'm one of them, of course, Mr. Happy, and of course, joining me is Sly. Who I, I saw a few days ago, actually, but it's, it's I feel like it still feels like it's been forever. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I can't see. I I know that this is a 14 podcast, but realistically, I I the the V and the I have been swapped for me pretty much the entire week. Oh yeah, I know, I know. So I've got I've got a little bit of brain rot when it comes to talking about Final Fantasy 14. Cause it is not where my brain is. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Sly and I uh, played a game of betrayal uh, on the house on the hill the other day. That was the last interaction that we had, I think, in the past mm-hmm. month or so. <laughs> yep. And uh, you know, Sly and I were both. Sly, of course, first person to die. Like every multiplayer game I play with him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I danced myself to death. At least we were on the man. same team when it happened this time, and I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't the one who inherently killed you. I mean, technically you were, since you were the first one. To... I didn't go after you, though. I went after the other people. You, I was just, I was the one who did the haunt I mean, role. by proxy, I died because you became a traitor. That's not true at all. I had no direct influence on. Anyway, we'll settle this next time we play when I am the right. killer and I do kill you on purpose. Okay. There you go. That's well. Go. That way you can. I'll, I'll let you have that. Ooh, I actually had a little bit of a coffee spill here. It was a little fuller than I thought <laughs> it was. That's fine. But man, does it feel good to have a show to do again? I miss doing these. Yeah, it does. I know. It's like a hangout. Well, the thing is, like, you know, we we had, you know, 6.1, and so much so it was spread out. Like, things yes. happened, but it was just not at the same time. It's not even just that. It's the most major topics for 6.1. Um, we never got to do a 6.1 story show. That is one of the shows that we are planning on doing before 6.2. Um, but mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, 6.1 releases, and we all know that point one is usually... Kind of the toughest patch for every expansion cycle. I think a lot of people kind of forget that because it usually looks pretty uh, substantial, especially when there's an ultimate mm-hmm. involved, new extreme trial, you know, the new 24 man, the first step in a new story after a, after a, a decade long, you know, story unfold. There's a lot to to digest in there, but it was something that, in terms of mm-hmm. doing shows, you realistically get. A show about the patch, a show about the story, a show about Ultimate, maybe two shows about Ultimate. And then you're kind of back to needing to kind of make up shows or retread shows that you've done in the past or maybe haven't done in a while, such as like a job discussion or something of that capacity. So mm-hmm. uh, we, I mean, we just, we simply did the shows that we felt were most necessary and we agreed we don't want to do shows that we don't think are necessary in the given moment. Very true. We don't like filler shows. We, 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 used of anime. we used to like Yeah, those. we did. We did. <laughs> but now we got that out of our system. When's the which beach is episode kind of fly for filler episodes? When's 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 the hot spring episode? Mm, I don't know. Some point. Know. It's it's funny it's funny you say this because and, and this is one of the topics of for today. 
uh, data center travel. Um, it's funny because the live letter for it is that Friday. My birthday celebration, my birthday is on the third, but my birthday celebration is on Saturday. And data center travel comes out that next Tuesday. Which I was predicting it would be the last week of June, but I was off by a week. Yeah. Which, which, to be very, like, it, it's good and bad. Good because, well, bad because, you know, not everybody can come to the birthday event if you don't have an all. It's good because if you do come to, if you did come to the birthday event, like, and there were some issues with data center travel, you wouldn't be stuck on Primal. Yeah, they definitely don't want that. Take it from me. You definitely don't want yeah. that. <laughs> For one reason or another. Oh, man. But, yeah, we have quite a few topics we're going to be taking today to catch up a little bit on some of the things that have happened in 6.1 in the community since, uh, you know, the last time that we did a show. We've got some predictions to do on the next live letter, some expectations of things we'll probably see, and I'm sure we'll go off on a tangent or two as we tend to do. But before we do that, the show is, of course, sponsored. Nobody so nobody emails me and says, hey, sponsor this show. But we know it is every time because SteelSeries sponsors the show. They've had a ton of new mm-hmm. stuff. They've had their new Arctis line. I'm mm-hmm. using the Arctis Nova Pro right now, their new headset line. And they just released their 60% keyboard, a mini. Uh, people have been asking for that for ages. So the uh, Apex Pro Mini, if you're someone who likes the more compact keyboards, is also available. We still aren't doing giveaways with them just because we just started the show back up, but for the July show, we will be doing a giveaway for the month of July, so please look forward to that. That'll start at the live letter show when we do the live letter State of the Realm. So uh, thank you to them for sponsoring, and thank you to everyone on Patreon who sponsors. They, they don't have to. They don't get anything out of it. They just choose to, and we appreciate that. So thank you to them. Nothing, nothing else really to say there. Yeah. So Sly... 6.1 has been out for two months at this point. Yes. That was a fast two months. I don't know about you, but that was a fast two months. Doesn't And time has gone by really quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I, 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 it's crazy to think of, but at the same time, it's just because I'm still brain rotted from DSR. I feel like I never got my sense of time back. After the two weeks we spent in DSR, I, I got to admit, if I was one of the groups who is still at like that, that precipice of clearing right now, I know Todd is on the, is on the, the verge of clearing. I know Sam just cleared, uh, Clarissa just cleared. I would be losing my fucking mind right now. I would, I would hate seeing Thornton and Nidstinian and those stupid knights if I was two months into Prague, at, even at three days a week, three hours a day, it, I, it it hurts to even think about Sly. This ultimate has done things to people. <laughs> Sly. <laughs> yeah. That's, I needed to get that why out there. Like a, why does it sound like a Vietnam flashback? Because it is. <laughs> it's like you just got on the plane and flew home, but you like haven't forgotten yet. That's essentially what this fight has been doing to people. You, Sly, I have been watching the conversation. 6.1, 
lot of lot of really positive things. DSR people mm-hmm. have cleared it and who cleared it in the first couple of weeks. A lot of really positive things. The late comers that are just getting through it now are so they are glad to be done more than anyone else in the world. It is such a, a just a trek through the mud and and the swamp and uh, and the trenches, I suppose, for the analogy. <laughs> It's so real, Sly. You dodge. This is why you don't do. This is why you just do your once a week raid. And, and I'm happy. And yeah, no, well, and I'm, I'm happy. And I am. You know, stop it. Stop we it. We haven't stop done it. that joke in no. a while. So, God, had to, had, no, happy is the name. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's the biggest thing I think. I think if we asked a lot of people, we, we I almost want to do a show where we get the people who beat it like two months down the line and ask them how they feel about DSR. <laughs> Not the people who beat it first, like we normally do, or beat it quickly. Mm-hmm. We need the people who spent two to two and a half months just going through that and just give them a place to unwind. <laughs> it might be a show idea like sometime. A- like a DSR support group? Yeah, exactly. Like a DSR support group. <laughs> I, I bet if they heard that right now, they'd be like, please, just, I want to talk so bad. <laughs> it's an AA meeting for DSR people. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? The only reason that's even on my mind side is I filled for a group last night just to help them practice. They had a trial, so they, and they, one of their members couldn't make it. And I was trying to learn their strats versus the way that I did it. And I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> it was literally just like, it's all coming back to me. The glory is mine. The power is mine. My, my name's Kyle. I've, I've heard them so many times. <laughs> I just, I don't want to be here right now. It's just, oh no. So that's been one thing that's been going on. For the past six weeks, people have still been checking through DSR. But otherwise, the patch has stagnated in the way that I think most of us who have been around a long time are used to. But the people who haven't mm-hmm. been around a long time are figuring out for the first time ever. Uh, I don't know how you've been handling 6.1 or at least how often you log in or what contents you're largely doing or kept up with. But uh, what is does what your 6.1 look like for the most part? Um... I mean, for the most part right now, Hippo dailies, um, you know, weekly stuff, you know, so everybody's looking forward to Ameliant because you're fucking degens. Um, Mommy? Stop it. Sorry. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just the usual rigmarole, honestly. Like, it's really business as usual for me. Like nothing's really too out of the ordinary, just waiting on 6.2. Um, you know, venue hopping, whatnot. Yeah. At least you have, you, yeah. you participate in the RP nightlife. So you have a little more going on, I think, than the people who play for the content like myself. I just, I like right. to tune in for tunes occasionally in the background, but I never go to the, I never, I never go to the venues. I'm like, well, why would I go to the venue? I could just, I just want to hear the music. I'm here to. I'm here to bump. I am the kind of guy who would go to the club and just sit there and just be like this the whole time. Just, just vibe. Yeah. And that's, and that's what some people do. A lot of people do is just, they go to venues and just vibe. And that's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, really, it's, it was more of a, 
kind of necessity that 2020 created more than ever. Like it's been out for like venues have been out for ages, but 2020 definitely necessitated it. 2020 and all the years after at this point. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Uh, have you felt that the rigmarole is any more or less uh, encouraging or uh, I guess not encouraging? Uh, are you as involved in the average rigmarole after Endwalker's finale as you would find yourself normally being? Has your routine worn with 6.1 with uh, the longer patch cycle, which, you know, we have a, a presumably two mm-hmm. weeks more. We don't know exactly when the next patch is coming right. out yet. We're point two at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not, not any more out of the nor- ordinary than normal. Um, when you get into these long patch cycles and, and like it says, it becomes, you know, your daily rigmarole after that, really, what is there to do? Like if you are a crafter gatherer, you probably getting ready for 6.2, probably already ready for 6.2, getting material and whatnot and scripts. Um, well, one thing I did do was, um, because I wasn't finished with my, uh, pentamelts, um, and I just had to do that for like three crafters because I just did it and lost a bunch of materia. So, uh, did maps, got some money, finished them. So I'm good to go until 6.2. Um, even got a little bit of materia stacked. So I'm good in that front. Um, but yeah, other than that, like it's the even when you finish your you know, daily, weekly rigmarole, there's other shit to do outside of fourteen. And I think that's what a lot of players, um, um, you know, kind of you know did. If you weren't doing DSR, then you had other shit to do. You had plenty of other shit to do. I mean, people are getting ready for Sunbreak and other shit that's coming out. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing we haven't seen before. And I wouldn't even call it this cycle, this, this right now a low. Cause it, it's not really a low, I think. It's not like the, the patch lows we see between expansions or like the patch law after Heaven's Ward, after Heaven's Ward point, um, point oh, um, it's nothing like that. I mean, there's still a stuff to do, but even then, outside of that, there's other stuff you want to do. So it's it's kind of it, like it's probably one of the best places we've been so far with, you know, freedom in terms of content, in terms of what you want to do. Uh, yeah, as someone who basically did everything I could possibly do in Shadowbringers because of the 5.3 lull when, you know, that took an extra several months to come out. I definitely have exhausted a lot more of those options, and I'm in the process of waiting for point two, point three, where we normally get the stuff you can spam more, uh, content that's just massively repeatable, especially the relics. I'm going to build every relic again this expansion, most likely, like I did the last expansion. I made hundred. I made like a hundred over a hundred million oh, gil. Drugs. I mean, I made over a hundred million gil making my relics. So I'm more than motivated to do that, you know. So I'm hoping there's some decent options for that again. But we'll we'll touch upon that in a little bit. Uh, as yeah. for yeah, my routine, it's really just been you know hippos at this point. I I am I am up to date with Amelians despite my disdain for 
crafting a gathering. Crafting. Yeah. No, I just do the <laughs> gathering. I just do the gathering. That's something I don't you mind. Do the though. gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just oh, I just hit up the mining okay. notes. There you go. It takes two seconds to do. It's like it's, it's like no effort whatsoever. So. I mean, the, the, to be fair, the crafting like in the beginning for a Neliance is no effort whatsoever. Yeah, but that would involve crafting, so I don't want to do that. Oh my god. Gathering, I don't mind. But I'm not, I'm just, I'm not into crafting. It's just not. I, the only way I get my crafters and gatherers level this expansion is, um, the beast tribe. The, crafting the tribal, beast the tribal tribe. dailies. Yeah. yeah. I get used to call them mm-hmm. tribal dailies. Yeah. I've saved, I've deliberately saved them for that. I saved combat jobs for the, for the combat dailies. I've saved crafters and gatherers for the crafting gap. Cause last expansion, I did it all before they came out and it took me forever to go back and get them done. I just had no interest in doing it or I didn't have enough of an overlapping interest to do it. And then with the key currents, I could gather like a hundred of every item and then just whatever quest they asked me for, I would just turn it in. I was just like, oh, I'll probably do that for this one too. I'll probably just mass gather them in advance. And then as the dailies come in, you just toss them in to the, the NPC. Triple triad cards, I'm mostly caught up with as well. I'm staying caught up on those. That's, I'm not letting that slip again. You are a good one for that one. Because like, uh, another thing I started to do was, um, while um while it was relevant make it rain like mgp even though i plumped down a lot of mgp for some housing stuff for the birthday event even still like i was doing more mgp stuff than i ever done i think i i kept up with it for like the first week and then i i was like mm-hmm. i don't care i'll if i need <laughs> mgp for something in the future then that'll be content for me in the future so I'll just yeah. do my, I'll just, you know, grab the mini crack pot and jumbo crack pot and do my fashion mm-hmm. report and call it. I just can't say do the chocobo races, especially. That's a challenge log that drags. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's t- too many races, 20 races. And if you don't win 20 10 of them, you freaking racing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then Vermilion, Vermilion's easy. I just do yeah. the uh, one, the one with the, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he splits that in sixty seconds. That's that's whatever. I do yeah. that every time, every time I I ever care. But then keeping up with Unreal, that's always of course on my list to do. I got those minions oh, that sell for boy. like six to seven million gil. Oh boy, so much money. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting up there in um in in leaves. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping the leaves for the next Unreal, and then just pop that and make I'm some money. Do the same thing. I I need to spend some yeah. now because mine are about to cap. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I literally patch dropped. I bought the Unreal mount for 6.1, 20 million gil. Sold in like less than 20 minutes. And it should not have sold for 20. I was like, some people were like, My, well, why didn't you try to get it for more? And I was like, I don't know. This mount is not worth 20 million gil. So let me just get the 20 million gil. <laughs> so I'm going to do the same thing in 6.2. Unless it's a mount I really like, then I might keep it for myself. But even then, I should right. really just sell it and get the next, get the next one. So. Especially given all the extreme trial mounts that I have to get to 99 totems for. <laughs> I get my Zodiac mount next patch. Woohoo! Woo! Uh, 6.1 has been as, it, it's been exactly as I expected, I know, as a whole. Um, like you said, getting ready for Sunbreak, you know, Elden Ring came out before and I'm still playing it occasionally now. There's been a bunch of other little releases. Randomizer. I love the randomizer so much. I'm doing, I'm on my I third have to seed. try it. I'm on my third I seed. I have to try it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what I've been doing is every seed, whatever I use in the previous seed, I can't use it if I find it in the next one. 
So I I can't just like if I find the this god tier weapon early game, I get to be like, well, this is over. I need to find a different god tier weapon. And that hasn't been hard. My second seed, I started with one of the best weapons in the game, so I just played through the whole game with that. <laughs> now I can't use that weapon again. Thank you, Lazuli Glintstone Sword. Big fan. Big fucking fan. But now, I mean, one thing that's also really helped is, fortunately, the lull of patch 6.1 kind of hit during game season. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. not E3 season as it is this yeah. year. Uh, I like how people, yeah. instead of calling it Summer Game Fest, people resorted to calling it not E3 season. Not E3. <laughs> it's like, Jeff Keighley's like, yeah, it's called Summer Game Fest. They're like, no, yeah, thought. It's, it's not E3 season. <laughs> It's not E3. Sorry. It's not E3. Yeah, it's just not E3 season. But a lot of companies that we're watching didn't show up to Summer Game Fest. So. Um, and, of course, we've got some really exciting news. I know one of the most exciting ones for you is probably Dragon's Dogma 2, which we expected to find out news about. I don't think anyone thought it wasn't happening. <laughs> the way that happened is so funny because because I made a, I made a bet with Koga. I'm like, Koga, it's not going to come up during the Capcom presser. It's, I promise you, it's not going to come up. And when the Capcom presser hit, hey, remember Dragon's Dogma? Yeah, we do too. We're doing an anniversary event for it. Okay, bye. Yep. And then, like, of course he lost the bet. And then a few days later, during the anniversary event, they formally announced it. I'm like, Koga, yeah, that has to be so fucked that you lost the bet because they didn't do it on that day, and they did it a couple of days later. You have to be so fucked. Yeah, it's like, going yeah, to be interesting because you got to remember, the guy who worked on Dragon's Dogma is the guy working on 16, the combat director. So they have a different mm-hmm. combat director for that now. Not that Capcom is has a shortage of combat directors. They have a wide array of talent in combat direction. So, yeah, um, I'm not concerned, but it is interesting because I wonder if Suzuki's working on 16 like... Yo, can I go back? Can I go back now? Am I done, Yoshi P? <laughs> I want to work on that now, too. Please. It was my baby. I did it the first time. I know I'm excited about that. There was actually a lot of pretty exciting things at this uh, not E3, but they were... They all overlapped in terms of anyone yeah. who's interested in one kind of got blown away with a bunch of the same thing. I am looking at you, space mm-hmm. horror games, more than anything else. <laughs> space games space. in general, yeah. Space. Yeah. Um, and then everyone else kind of was just like looking for the pieces in between. Um, few new mm-hmm. games, you know, a few new shows to actually watch, including, uh, the OTK special, which I don't know if anyone's seen Donkey's video in the first minute of that. He dunks on them so hard. <laughs> Who are these Twitch streamers pretending to like games? Go watch Amber Heard's. Go watch Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's thing. It's like, goddamn, that direct Asman call out. That shit was cracking me the fuck up. It was so funny. <laughs> Ducky still cracks me up all these years later. Anyway, that was that's how our six point one has been occupied up till this point. DSR PTSD and occupying ourselves in other ways but we -hmm. are finally starting to wind up to the next content in the next several weeks july 1st there is a live letter july 5th is patch 6.18 and while the live letter is exciting patch 6.18 is i think what most people have their eyes on because it is the long-awaited introduction of data 
center travel. Man, they couldn't have done it the week before. Fuck. But then what if it didn't work and everyone got stranded on Primal, Sly? I mean, that's true, but damn. Damn. I was, I was like, yeah. And we were trying, like, I was talking to people in my FC and we were timing it. Like, yeah, it should be around, it should be around this time. But I was a week off. Fuck. It was a reasonable time to guess, I feel, but yeah, just, uh, just barely in the wrong direction. Yeah. Something else. This is this is falling apart. Listen, I've had the podcast put together, but I don't have me put together. All right, so just as much of a problem, I suppose. So data center travel coming out with patch six point one eight can travel between data centers in your own region, and mm-hmm. you can use pretty much all the contents there outside of things you would normally not be able to use while you're visiting. Um, you also can't use any sort of cross-world link shell that you had back on the previous data center because those people aren't there. So there's a few more things you're limited to, but otherwise it's going to be a lot like just traveling to another world in terms of content. You are going to have to do it from the main screen when you log in, not from the etherite in town. But this is this is something people have said they've been waiting for for years, and I wonder what the the actual plan most people have is to use it for. You have a very easy to identify use for it. It's just like you said, it's a few days too late for the, for the, the most immediate reason. But I have to wonder how people who host community events are planning for the idea that there may be a few more people in attendance. <laughs> Cause that's gotta be a and little nerve wracking. I imagine. I mean, it makes it easier. It makes it easier. One, you don't have to have an alt. Two, you, it's your character, and you have all the stuff you all the stuff you normally have. Your all your emotes, all your glamour, everything. So, yeah, I would say I would say for stuff that's already been in the works for quite a few organizers, it's pretty much business as usual. I mean, they're expecting more people. But to kind of centralize things, I think what a lot of people would do is just uh, keep the events they already had planned on their home data center or whatnot. So, like, if I were to plan my birthday, I mean, yeah, it'd still be on Primal. It'd still be at the FC house. Um, I would imagine for something like uh, LunarCon, it would still be on Crystal. That, I mean, that's where it was last year. They have no reason to change it whatsoever and, and other things like that. But moving forward, I can see more, more locale, um, like NA style events happening across the data centers than I would just, you know, an individual like crystal event or primal event or aether event. It would just be, it would take place on all three and you can go anywhere you want. Yeah, because the biggest problem that's going to be for community events is too many attendants. It's it's probably yeah. the one main concern I think that anyone would have is people getting locked out or a housing ward maybe going down or maybe being locked out, people can't participate. Crash the yeah. ward. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, don't get me wrong, the, the pros far outweigh the cons, but that is one specific yeah. group that probably has to consider 
you know, anyone running a community event can't just be like, great, there has to be some sort of extra planning phase that goes in contingencies or potential VIP mm-hmm. lists or things like that to try and ensure that mm-hmm. the people who they want to come can actually come. So that's that's definitely going to be an aspect of it. But overall, I mean, statics play across data centers, uh, you know, being able to join just, yeah. You know, oh, somebody needs a fill for something for this raid. Oh, great. My character on Ether, I'll just hop over to Primal real quick and help you out. And then I'm getting the fuck out of Primal because I don't want to be here. Uh, and <laughs> what is with your disdain for fucking? I just Bible? had a lot what of anecdotally bad experiences there, Sly. Anecdotally, okay. I admit there it's anecdotally bad, but it doesn't change the fact that it happened, okay. That's it. Anyway, I wonder how that's. I, I I'm just I'm very curious to see it play out. But that's not even the only thing happening server wise. So. The other thing happening is the first phase in the next year or so of uh, server restructuring or server opening and data center restructuring. Um, first, that's going to be starting with Europe and Japan. Europe is going to be getting four new worlds that are going to be placed on each of uh, two on chaos, two on light. And uh, Japan is going to have their new logical data center set up. Um, which is eventually going to have about an equal amount of worlds across everything. NA should be getting its first phase in August, if memory serves as well. And this is to combat situations like what we had at the start of Endwalker, where they just felt the setup they have is inadequate. So this is to get everything smoothed out and set into place for 7.0's launch, which will theoretically be as stressful on their resources as this one was, but they'll be better prepared for it at the very least. Um, I don't know if anyone, I haven't really heard anyone talking about this too much yet. They just kind of acknowledge that it's happening and just waiting, I suppose. I mean, there's not really much else to go with that. 6.18 has a couple other things that we should expect. Savage unlock is definitely Mm -hmm. among them. I really didn't think they'd unlock Savage and introduce data center travel in the same fucking day. And I suspect Ether will be very busy that day. <laughs> so I got one thing to say about this. Mm-hmm. If you're coming from another data center, okay, and your strats are dog shit, right? Not 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 saying yeah. anyone in particular, you know. Just, Here we go. Mm-hmm. And you come yep. to, and you come to another data center. Do not bring your strats with you. Leave them at the door. Okay. We understand that everyone. Not any data center in particular. And if if you if you have your data center and their strats and you go someplace else, don't bring your strats with you. Unless it's the same strats that that server data center is using. Just shut the fuck up and do what the party leader says to do. Okay? I can agree with that. That I can agree with. Yeah. If you join a party, and it's not a strat that you're used to. Too fucking bad. You join, join another party. party. Join another party or make your own. And if you make your own, don't use your shit fucking strats from your data center. Okay. Elmo, specifically. Don't do that. Don't use that. Primal. Stop. Anyway. So, there is one other thing in 6.18 okay. that we're expecting. And that is Season 2 
of the of the, it's the wait, it's not the feast anymore. You're about crystalline conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've had like You're five years. I, I've had four oh, or five years boy. of saying the feast, but now it's crystalline conflict. Uh, I'm just used to calling it the feast of our second season of crystalline conflict, the PVP, and we've got some information about that that is interesting, to say the least. Sly, have you noted? Did you read what they said they're doing for your ranking at the start of the next season? I have not. They're going to downrank you five ranks to, and zero risers. So that means that if you were crystal, you'd be starting at diamond five and would not be able to go below diamond for the next season unless you don't climb. If you don't climb, then the next season you would go down to gold one, I believe. And then that's how they're going to be deranking people who don't play between seasons. So if you skip a season, you end up way, way down. If you skip too many seasons, you got to start from scratch again. It's, uh, I don't really know exactly if this is the way. I think they might need to downrank people a little more than five ranks because all the crystal players are going to be in diamond and diamond players already play with crystal anyway. It's basically going to be like, yeah. They're all going to stay at the top if they just play. Right. And don't get me wrong. The people in bronze, silver, and gold who cannot get out of bronze, silver, and gold probably going to stay in bronze, silver, and gold. I mean, the cues of bronze, silver, and gold are going to be okay. Platinum also probably. But I don't know yet if this is an adequate amount of deranking every two months or so to keep all of the ranks populated. Mm -hmm. I'm just unsure if this is the play or not, if this is a good play or not, or if it's all the way as far as I need to go. I mean, I kind of agree with you. I think they should dollar back a little bit more. Um, I would say to platinum, I'd be okay with platinum. As a starting point, if you, if you got the crystal, I mean, we, we all did the climb. So. Where did you end up do at? Kind of speaking of which. Cause I know crystal. you. Oh, you got all the way to crystal. Wow. I missed that. Yeah. I, I, when I last yeah, watched, yeah. you were on platinum. So I, I missed a lot of streams. Though. Yeah. Holy I was shit. in platinum hell for about a week and a half. Yeah. And that's why I was about. watching. I was like, he's been in platinum. Yeah. I mean, then again, I spent two weeks inside of DSR. So I lost all track of what exactly where everyone was. Yeah, so I was in Platinum Hell for about a week and a half, and then there was, like, one good good day that I got, like, from the bottom of Platinum to Diamond, and then it just took one day for me to get out of Diamond to That's fucking fucking happened Crystal. to me, too. That's what fucking did. I got stuck in Platinum for, like, two, three days, and then I blasted through it one day, and the next day I blasted through Diamond. It was the exact fucking same thing. It was yeah. so good. I blasted. Gold was my easiest climb, though. I, I I got into gold on a on a streak from silver and I never mm-hmm. lost all the way through gold. So that was easily the best streak. But the diamond streak was the one that I wanted the most. Yeah. Uh, there'll probably be some balance changes too, which should make the next season interesting. Oh, thank fucking God. I mean that doesn't um, mean you're gonna like the balance changes slide. <laughs> okay. They've had a season. They've had an entire Fucking season to adjust things. An entire fucking season. Yeah. And they did. There were certain adjustments. After the full season, you would think they would look at shit, like, through a finer scope, so to speak. Happy, have you noticed with, um, 
every every um, PvP patch note, you see you see all these changes. Yeah. You see all these, you know, things. Yeah. After the first PvP changes. Okay. Want to know what job didn't get any more changes? The one that's already one of the best jobs in PvP? It's not perfect. It sure is hell better than most other jobs, I'll tell you that. It's not perfect. It is not perfect. Why would you give Dragoon? Dragoon is one of the most consistent PvP. fucking stun! That's, no, they'd be broken. That's it. That would, they would be broken if they got a stun. No! Yes! They're so good, they don't need a stun. And the thing is, when you, like, I'm gonna say overtune, when you tune everything, when you tune everything to the point where it completely overshadows a job, and I mean, I wouldn't say everything, like, like, completely overshadows it, but they're better. No, Dragoon, and I would take a Dragoon job on my team consistently not over any improvements any from the beginning of fucking Crystal Conflict. What the fuck? You can, you can, you overtune the shit out of fucking Black Mage, and then they become, okay, I can't and you see just a bunch. I can't, yeah, I you can't, can't defend I that. I can't defend the Black Mage. <laughs> you, like, they overtuned the fuck out of Black Mage, and what's gonna fucking stand up to it? What's gonna be like even with Black Mage? Not a goddamn thing. And that day, you see like, a hundred black mages. Like, you, you, no party was missing a black mage. That day I, I got on Crystalline Conflict. Not one. You saw it every fucking match. Wonder fucking why. So when you overturn a job like that, you don't bring, you don't bring everything up. Yeah, it's kind of noticeable. <laughs> and it's kind of noticeable. So when you, so when people say, oh, Dragoon's in a good place, I mean, it's fucking decent. I, mean, I would say that, can I would say that as weeks have stuff. gone on, Dragoon has looked like a less appealing option, but it is by far, I think, the most consistent option for anyone who's trying to get into PvP on a melee. Monk, the the execution potential, fantastic ninja, snowball potential, awesome. Samurai, everyone's afraid to hit you, can what can completely turn a game around. But Dragoon will yeah. in every single match be an absolute menace. There is no there is no if they can do this, they are just a menace naturally. It's insane. Except when they're the only when they're the only frontliner. That's even then, Dragoon's probably the best one of them. Oh no, you have four fucking targets. You have you have four people who are just going to nuke you at range. Four. When you try to go in for anything, boom, target on your back. You are getting murked like in about five seconds, you can put guard. That'll up. happen almost anyone Good though. Luck. Even if you're not a dragoon, that'll happen. If if a team is really yeah. coordinated, you are not surviving. It doesn't matter what job you are. Um, but dragoon, I mean, dragoon has one of the strongest ranged attacks. That's also AOE. It's got decent ranged follow up in the form of uh, Jerskogel and Nastron. And their limit mm-hmm. break is a game changer. It's a, it's a game winner. It's yep. a game ender. It's a game turnaround. I would not sure give Dragoon is. a stun, but Black Mage, thing, I'll give you this. Black Mage, they I went would, overboard, but Dragoon definitely doesn't need any help. One thing I would adjust, however, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make Sky High, like you are invulnerable, make it oh. so that you are invulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Holy okay. fuck! How many times have I gotten taken down? Like the second I go up. By a fucking ninja, by like 
just anything by dots. Like, you should be involved with the dots. You shouldn't be able to be targeted by a fucking ninja. Like, anything. It should interrupt whatever's happening to you. And probably, so, yeah. I think, I think the solution to that is to cleanse, is they, they should probably cleanse any debuffs that they have if you want to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the same problem you have with guard. You know, you go to guard, but right. you also lost your whole health bar in the time it took to activate. It's the exact same problem. Right. So, um, right. that's a fundamental PvP issue that I think people are going to be looking at is, uh, the activation time of things that are supposed to be in some way be defensive for you. Um, so. And, and monk go monk shit going through through fucking guard. That is the most annoying well, that's, fucking that's, thing. That's their thing. Though. It's in it's there in it's in their kit. And I fucking hate it. Listen, let me tell you. You'd rather they break you out of guard than they catch you without it. Because if they catch you without it, you're dead. There's no question about it. If they if they're breaking, you're dead. Even if they catch you in it, if they, like, if, it, it yeah. Just to be fair, it. yeah, probably. If there's any follow up, for certain, you're dead. But in a one v one, if they catch you without guard, there's no. You stand no chance after the buffs in the PvP tournament that I that I helped co-host with plus one. Um, there was a monk mm-hmm. in almost every match because it was a guaranteed way to eliminate somebody on the enemy team. So. It's, uh, and honestly, I, there are still things I would give to Monk. Like, I, as much as that 1v1, that, that execution potential is there, I don't really see Monk. I'd rather Monk be a brawler more so than anything else. And they are not, they have a lot of health, but they cannot brawl any better. I'd rather, like, Riddle of Earth. Riddle of Earth is really the only thing I would still adjust on Monk. I probably wouldn't touch anything else. It's just, it's, it's not very conducive the way that it works. But yeah, they are monsters. <laughs> Like, yeah, as a Dragoon, when you see a monk one, go up and one-shot anyone they want, I get it. But a Dragoon can do that in a, in a skilled 1v1 matchup, excluding guard. And then they can also do it to the whole team when they get a good limit break. They come around the corner, they're in the air, enemy team doesn't notice, they're all on the point. Bop! Done. White Mage LB at the same time, put them in the ground. Every single time. And if you haven't watched the, the, the Crystalline Conflict Tournament... You see that a lot with <laughs> you see the the AOE combos just instantly turning whole games. So no, they don't deserve a stun slide. I'll give you I'll give you the cleanse on the jump, but not not a stun, <laughs> not a remote chance in hell. But I'm curious what they'll do because Black Major I think is still overtuned, um, even after mm-hmm. some of the changes that they made. They kept the majority of the buffs that they gave them. Um, if they are overtuned, it's only slightly, though, at this point. It's much different than it was when they were first buffed. And then Red Mage probably still could be knocked down another peg or two. Um, if they're going to knock Dragoon down at all, I tell you this, if they give you the cleanse, they might hit your shield that comes from your ultimate from Sky High. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see them get rid of some of the shields. I mean, but it's such a short shield, though. It, yeah, it but like... it's a shield when you've jumped into four or five people. It's better than not having it. Mm-hmm. At the very least, I'd rather have the shield than not have it. Right. Uh, Dragoon also, funny thing, so Paladin was huge in the tournament, but Dragoon was a direct counter to it. Because if you sky high a Paladin when they cover somebody, they get hit twice and insta-die. There's no way for them to survive without their ultimate. Right. So mm-hmm. that was a very good Paladin, because Paladin was super rampant for the first couple weeks, and then it stopped. There's only a few Paladins here or there after that, once the counterplay came out. Uh, what uh, what else? Um, honestly, I think the range physical Bard is still doing mostly okay, and Dancer's gotten a little bit more of a place. I think Machina still feels a little clunky to PvP on. Um, I think, yeah, maybe some changes for Dark Knight 
Dark Knight's really good, but it's kind of hard to play. Gunbreaker's very hard yeah. to play. Gunbreaker's a monster, but it's so hard to play effectively. So Reaper still needs Jesus. No, Reaper's in a pretty good spot now. Um, since the <laughs> limit break change, they it's on the individual Reaper. If they fuck up their plentiful harvests, it's not good. But uh, Reaper Reaper is super annoying. I'd say it's still not as good as the other ones, unless the rest of your team yeah. can really capitalize. But it definitely doesn't need Jesus. It's it's in a much better spot than it was before. Yeah, Dancer riding off the Black Mage buffs is very true. <laughs> Dancer riding off the Black Mage buffs makes them so much better. <laughs> yeah, so there's a few things, but uh, this this is going to be interesting. I mean, remember, we normally don't give a shit talking about PvP changes on this show, or mm-hmm. as individuals, I think, <laughs> prior, <laughs> prior to the next season. But it's a point of discussion, and we know the EU community team is planning a tournament. We haven't heard anything from NA if they're planning one, so again, if there's support for it, and they keep it in the forefront of, of everyone's minds, then, you know, I think it's got the potential to stick around and be impactful be 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 content be be actual something people actually look forward to more frequently on a on a patch update so i'm hopeful yeah um we don't know if there's gonna be anything else in 6.18 6.15 fortunately got all those side story quests done and they were all fantastic uh tataru started off kind of weak but hildebrand back in full force uh and then some if you ask me (laughs) that was a fucking quest holy shit uh, and then Emilion's highlight. Yeah, big highlight. Emilion's unfolding. Love her. Uh, big yeah. fan. And then Omega, fantastic. Arcus Adaras. Oh, really God. Enjoyed. Omega was so good. Omega was so good. I tweeted this the other day, Sly, but they're just going to play uh, clo- Close in the Distance, Flow, and Dynamis every time. they just like, oh, hold on. Oh, you're not crying? We got you. Don't worry. We've got this. We've got... We've got this suction cup called these three songs, and it sucks tears out of your eyes, forces them down your cheeks. What a fucking! Are we getting any more Omega? Or is that no? Pretty much. That's that should be the only one. For now. Uh, crap. For now. We don't know <sighs> if they'll never revisit him, but we know that that's that that's that's where he is. It's a nice it's a nice little epilogue to what happened last time. <laughs> Um, on the other hand, we know there's more Tataru, and Tataru is going to be visiting a lot of characters. We know that they said pretty much mm-hmm. any side raid story you haven't done, you should have done before the new Tataru stuff comes out. Four Lords, Void Arc, uh, the Weapon series, any anything and everything you hadn't done, they said to get it done. So, um, and while it started light, I am expecting to like the future parts a bit more. Yeah. So. And then, of course, there's other things to be excited about with 6.18 and 6.2. But we won't find out about that until just about a week from now. A little bit more. Actually, no. A week from today. Is June 30 days? June's 30 days, right? Yep. Okay. So it is a week from today. July 1st is a week from today. Uh, yep. A week from today, we will have a live letter number 71, which will be our first look at patch 6.2. Now, let's be very clear about something, Sly. It's going to start with 30 minutes of data center travel talk. I think we need to cope with ourselves and, and come to the conclusion it's going to talk about data center travel for, about, for probably 20, 30 minutes. Depending on the issues. Well, so it's it's a few days before data center travel. So they're going to take that opportunity to, like, refresh everyone on everything. 
Now that you mention it. <laughs> there is a small, very small chance he may have to delay it. Not by long. I don't think so. There I think is it's a, good to go. I, I think there is a small chance he may have to delay it. So that's just years and years of waiting for it and just not wanting to accept that it's it's here. <laughs> remember remember what we said about um early access? I mean Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, that's because of years and years of conditioning. I mean, exactly like so it's just gonna be like a couple of weeks if it happened. Again, not saying it will, but if, a very small fucking if, it'll just be a couple of weeks. So, I wouldn't worry too much. I really I, wish it wasn't <laughs> happening at the same time as, as Savage Walking. <laughs> I really wish it wasn't, but, uh, it's, oof. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be something. Uh, but I do, I just, I expect a huge section about it. At the very beginning. And I think they're going to lead... Because they're going to want to talk about 6.18 first. Like, hey, 6.18's in a few days. Here's what's happening. Mm-hmm. We we may even find out some other things that we didn't know. They'll probably say, Savage is unlocking. This is happening. That is happening. Blah, 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 blah. But data center travel is definitely going to get a, a rehash. Like we tend to do right before something comes out. But it's the 6.2 stuff. Now, while 6.1 is classically kind of a lull because it's a lot of very quick-to-complete content, unless you're doing Ultimate or you have some goals that you're still catching up on from 6.0. Point Mm -hmm. two and onward are the patches where we look to long-form content for the game. Um, Now, that comes in many, many different forms. Short-term, main story, side quests, Tataru, Hildebrand. We know they'll be returning. We know we'll be getting them. Another tribal quest, probably in point two five again. We know that we'll be getting uh, a new Pandemonium Normal tier, a new Pandemonium Savage tier. And that's the first thing to touch on. We were told back in 5.38-ish at a live letter that they had received a lot of feedback to delay Savage from Normal every single patch. And they acknowledged they had received that feedback, but that the earliest we would see it, if they decided to do it, would be 6.2. Do you think we see the delay between normal and savage for 6.2? Yeah. That's a very confident yes. Yeah. I can't see why not. I'm not as confident as you. Why not? I think they're going to have determined that it, there's not enough benefits for it. It's, it's, I, I genuinely think they're going to find that it doesn't make sense in their overall patch schedule to do mm-hmm. it, no matter how much the people who want to do both are. Now, I will say this. I have another reason as to why I want them to do it now. Okay. Originally, I wanted to do it so I didn't have to skip through story. I wanted to be a story Andy and a savage Andy. I just wanted to do it at different times. Right. And I think now with data center travel, that's more important. I'm less likely to level an alt to do MSQ or do like pandemonium normal raids on a second character because I had to skip through them on the first. But it's also... 
bro, I'm still tired from DSR. I just need another two weeks. Okay. I just fucking, <laughs> please. I just, I just need another two fucking weeks. Okay. That's, that's it. And I honestly think if Ultimate's always going to be two to two weeks delayed after the odd numbered patches, this should also just be two weeks delayed. I think it's just a good idea to delay that content because otherwise there's like, there's like this two week closer gap between the previous Ultimate and the next Savage and then a two week wider gap between Savage and the next Ultimate. Quite frankly, I'd rather have a more equal gap between every single hardcore rate. And then again, in point four, I honestly still don't feel confident we're getting an ultimate in point three. I think they're going to see how fucking exhausted people were from DSR and be like, maybe finish it, but wait a little bit. Because <laughs> that's, you know, fucking exhausting it's going to be? Savage, ultimate, savage, ultimate, savage. Like, don't get me wrong. We want that, but we're also like... It cannot be you like did DSR. Ask for it. But yeah. to be fair, you did ask yeah, but for it. it. Listen, but that was before we did DSR. DSR was like nothing <laughs> we've ever done before. It was a fucking like twenty. It was just like like UCOB, but like a billion times not worse. Worse isn't the right word, but in terms of exhaustion, it's a billion times more exhausting. So mm-hmm. it's just. It's a lot. And people are still working on it now. And people are working on it now. And they're gonna, they're already, if they think about the next Savage tier, they haven't even finished Ultimate yet. And they're like, oh, perfect. See you in Savage in six weeks. They don't even want to fucking see each other anymore. They're like, I listen, I like you as a person, but I don't want to fucking be on a call with you doing this fight for at least a week and a half. Okay. And then even after that, <laughs> it just, Every time I tune into a stream, you can like feel the strain that it's having on the, every individual who's present. <laughs> so I think the two week delay would really help with that, you know, <laughs> to my point. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do it. I really, really hope they do it. But you don't think they will. I don't think they will. There's just something in my gut that says they're not going to do it. I don't even think they're going to acknowledge that they said what they said. That they, that they had heard the, I think they're just gonna say they come out on the same day <laughs> and just move on. <laughs> but please, please don't release them on the same day. I mean, they have to see that y'all are tired. Y'all are tired. Yeah, dude, we're tired, man. <laughs> like we want the next raid tier. Don't get me wrong, but maybe just two more weeks. <laughs> that's it. Um, so that's, that's the next big thing for end game item level increase, new weekly cap tombstones. You know, we expect they'll kind of rattle through things like that. Um, maybe a new custom delivery, new like little side quest things, but 6.2 is on a lot of people's radar because there's three things happening in that patch. Three very major things that are happening. The first is Island Sanctuary. Again, probably 6.25 or you know, something like that, but it's slated for that. And I know for some people it's like, oh, it's just slice of life. It's, it's Stardew Valley light or animal crossing light. But the problem is we don't know anything about it yet. And so people have set all of these expectations about what it should be, what it will be. Oh, I don't have to worry about not getting a house. I'll have my own Island soon. It may not be a suitable replacement for that. I don't think it will be personally. So. You're getting a shack. <laughs> you get you were getting a shack. Go, you were getting a fucking shack. You better expect that. Don't expect the fucking mansion ring, any fucking like replacement house. That you were getting a shack. I just don't even think it's going to be remotely similar to housing in terms of no. why you do it Mm-mm. in the first place. 
I mean, what what was what the expectation? I think what they said was that we could visit people's islands, correct? Yes. Yeah, you get the shack. <laughs> I just, I think of it this way. If, if, if it was possible to have every single person have an instance version of something that resembled a house, we'd have had it for the fucking housing system years ago. Right. So why would I think this is that? It doesn't make any sense. Yoshida himself said it's Mm -mm. not housing. Stop. It's, that's not what it is. Yeah, you're just going to have a bunch of fucking fields, everything, you know, little critters roaming, whatnot, with a shack. It's it's not gonna be like a medium sized hill. Like you know, I think it's a step below the fucking small. It's I see. I don't think it'll be a step below the small. I just don't think you can compare it. It's for me. I just I don't even think that it's like comparing it to, I mean, to each other. I just don't even think that it's. I don't think it's gonna be customizable in that way. I don't think it's gonna be like grab your right. housing items and bring them over to your island. The island's gonna yeah, have that's, its that's own things saying. in place that you do that's on the saying. island. Yeah. I think. I think it's. It's set. It's set already. Like, there may be stuff you can put in your shack, but you're, it, it's not like customizable like a house. So, like, you can't change floor plan. You can't like increase size and whatnot. It's not like a legitimate plot. It's set to where you can make it as comfortable as you want, but that's pretty much the end all be all. Like, it, it's really, I think the key feature of the island is the island itself, you being able to, you know, plants and things like that. It's environment, not the house itself. It's not going to be a replacement for housing. I mean, you could probably sleep there if you want to. You could log out there you, for all I care, but it's not. It's still not going to be housing. No. Um, and that actually raises a pretty interesting question because what when, when we learn what it is, it informs us about – one of the future updates slated for it, we gotta remember, we got a roadmap, a general roadmap yeah. all the way through Endwalker already. And 6.4 mm-hmm. and 6.5, one of the updates listed is a new island for Island Sanctuary. Now, is that all the same content, but it's a different island layout so you can customize it differently? Is it something that is functionally different than the first island? Those are things that we don't know and will need to be informed. See, and I can't- I hate to kind of compare it to, you know, um, you know, housing wards. Like it's gonna, it's gonna be an island like in Kugane, or it's gonna be an island like in. Like, yeah, like it could literally just be all the same things, but it could be an island that has, mm-hmm. you know, foliage and whatnot that's native to the far right. east or native to, you know, the north or something like that. Right. I think that's a fair, fair thing to assume that it would be. I, I just wonder. But I just hate to make that comparison though, because like when it, the end all be all is that we always go back to housing and right. it's not housing. Right. Uh, and, and that's, this is, I think this is something they need to answer more than criterion dungeons. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in criterion right. dungeons, but Same. I think Island Sanctuary is the content that the largest base in Final Fantasy wants to know more about. And I think that means mm-hmm. it needs to be front and center in the part one live letter and not the part two live letter. It's too important, I think. Even mm-hmm. if it's, if this doesn't do well, it will have a more major impact. We will see more Reddit posts and forum posts about this if it doesn't do what people want it to do, which let's be frank, even if it's good, it probably still doesn't do what they want it to do. 
Um, it's, it's going to be a rampant point of discussion. And so they really got to knock it out the park with this one, or you're going to have a lot of more casual players not having a good time. On the flip side, are you going to have a, are you going to have a club party on your island at some point? <laughs> You're going to do an island party in for the shack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the whole island, you, could, you know, if it, if they give you enough customization, maybe you can See, make an island party. No, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't do an not. island party for. I would not do. I mean, it depends on. It depends on what the island looks like. I mean, a barbecue have fields and stuff. <laughs> Do an in-game barbecue at there? Like, you could just go in-game and then also toss, you know, throw your smoker out in the back and then, uh, you know, cook up some meats and whatnot? When we get smokers, yeah. Yeah, there but you yeah, go. Nah. It's going to be like nah. Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. That's really funny. Oh, God, that is funny because it's so fucking relevant. Um, <laughs> Fire Festival. Yeah, nah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to change your mind. Even, even if it's not... What people think it will be, I think it'll end up, I think you'll end up wanting to do that at some point. Yeah, you want to be around your minions. Yeah, then you have minions all around the party too. Everyone's just, everyone's dancing with the, with the penguins. Minions take up space. They do. So if you don't want, if you want a lot of people, you better tell people to put away their minions. Well, no, you can put minions that roam around the aisle. Like your minions, you can like set loose. It's not like they follow Mm. you like normal. It's like, oh, I'm gonna put my Epkalu there, and next to it, I'm gonna put the 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 blue the the bluebird or something. I don't know. All <laughs> minions and lalas must be desummoned for proper party yeah. etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the campfire minions actually gonna be really good to put down there, huh? <laughs> it's literally campfire minion, perfect for the island. Oh man, I might actually need to collect some minions. We'll see. We'll see. Because I I went ham on Animal Crossing, so if they give me if they give me some decent customization, I'm gonna have a pretty swag island, and then I'll never go there. But it'll be pretty swag. Okay. Uh. Okay. So that's big point number one is Island Sanctuary. Big point mm-hmm. number two is Criterion Dungeons. Yeah. New style of content designed for one mm-hmm. to four players. It scales dynamically, mm-hmm. and that is. All we fucking know. That's why I'm interested. I, I don't know That's where why. I don't know where to go with that. It's not I, deep dungeon, mind you. It's not deep dungeon. But they did say again, going back to my interview, he did say we were getting deep dungeon. Deep dungeons in point three. It's on. It's on the roadmap. Yeah, that's so, that's point three. We are say, getting one. He did. Pri- he did promise. Yeah, no, it's like, even question. in the official roadmap that they put out a few a few months ago, or like six months ago. At so, point. so, um, yeah, it's it seems interesting. It seems it seems like there won't be enough of it. It seems like there won't be enough of the content to say like really, really judge it. I mean, we can judge it off of what we get, but it's only going to be one Criterion dungeon. The question is, what the fuck is a criteria? Because maybe it is. Because I think we're and, and used see, to thinking thing. about dungeon dungeons. Yeah. And, and so my, my whole, uh, again, my whole issue is that, you know, if you were introducing this, you kind of have to give us a little bit of variety because we can't really base our judgment off of one dungeon. And that's our, you know, content 
Um, the thing with, I hate to compare it to Deep Dungeon, but the thing with Deep Dungeon is Deep Dungeon is kind of an evolving thing. It's one dungeon, but fuck, it's an evolving thing. Whereas this, it's, if it is like a, like really, really difficult dungeon that, you know, adjusts to you, fine, great. Just give us at least like two or three. Like, if you're like, I could honestly see them. If this were an ongoing thing, I could honestly see them. Maybe if we did get three or multiple. Well, I could honestly see them adding it as a. We are getting one in 6.4 and 6.5 also. We know that for a fact. So, okay, so then that kind of like really. That really boils it down to we're probably just getting one, which again is kind of sad. Um, for this to be, I don't want to call it filler content, but again, it is. If we're only getting one, if we're only getting one of it, I mean, how, I mean, you're, you're really going to beat it to death. I mean, unless the reward structure around it is, is good to the point where it makes you, it's in, it incentivizes, um, repeating it like weekly. Sure. <laughs> Sure, maybe. Sly. But we need to see more. We need to see more. Sly. What's up? You know what the third point is? What's that, up? The relic weapon. Because that is also in point two, which happens to be the same patch as Criterion Dungeons. I don't think that's a coincidence. They're not connected. I don't think that's a coincidence, Sly. I don't think they're connected. I very much I don't I don't I don't think they're connected. Okay, if they're connected is one aspect of it. It is one choice. I yes, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. But but I think that's it. Like it's it's like something you can do for it. Like it's a, it's one of the steps yes, absolutely. in the road. Absolutely, but that's where I'm drawing my predictions for Criterion. There is no mm. mention of an exploration zone in any of the roadmaps, which leads me to believe this is, the Criterion dungeon is somewhat of an equivalent, where it is a one to four player large piece of content that has scaling difficulty depending on how many people you go in with i think it's going to at to some degree feel like an exploration zone in some ways or other i think it's going to have wonky affixes or you know special skills that you can only use inside of it stuff we've become accustomed to in eureka at bozja but specifically made so that it's future-proofed, something Bozja is still struggling with now, something Eureka technically, as much as it's doable mostly alone because of the changes they've made, still technically struggles with. I think this is the answer to that long-term problem as opposed to making another 24, 48, 72-man zone or raid or anything like that. Hmm. That's what I think Criterion is going to turn up turn out to be and that's why there's no exploration zone because gotta remember if there's no exploration zone that's a lot of 
visual resource, a lot of technical resource that is not in anything that we can see or that we can discern at a glance, except that. Hmm. So I think it's an exploration dungeon. I don't like the sound of it. Honestly, when you say exploration dungeon, it just seems so small scale. Whereas where we think of the exploration zone, we think of something large or something with notorious, notorious mobs and things like that. Whereas this is just. I think all that stuff is still going to be in there. It seems so small the scale, though. Like a dungeon is a linear, a linear. When we typically think of a dungeon, we think of a point A to Z type deal. It's. It's I would linear, never it's call essential. a dungeon long enough to get to Z. <laughs> no, none of 14 dungeons are long enough to get to the end of the alphabet. Not a chance. But you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. Like it, it's linear. It's linear. Like it, it, there's no, there's no real. It doesn't give you really any options. We don't see a lot of options in our dungeons, and so that's what I think when you say exploratory dungeon, there better be some fucking options. Like there better be, there better be like alternate routes. There better be. I think of it, if it if it's gonna if it's gonna work like that, I think it's gonna it's gonna be kind of like a flow chart. And whenever I th- whenever I think of a flow chart, I mean I kind of hate to compare it, but Uznair, Excitatron, well not ex- you know, well yeah. the treasure dungeons. um treasure dungeons. No, like flow t- chart type deals where you make a, you go down this path, like shit will change for that, like for the rest of the path. Like you, you make a decision and then it'll, you know, keep, you know, branching off until you get to the end. I don't think there's an end. That's, that's the thing. I don't, th- I think that because, and this is what I was alluding to earlier. I, mm-hmm. I think that because 14 does the word dungeon a very specific way. That is mm-hmm. not classic MMO dungeon. Classic MMO dungeon is you enter and there is a final boss or there is, you know, there are multiple paths, but there's usually, you know, a pathway here that leads to something extra, a pathway there that leads to something extra. This is optional that, or you can just blitz through if there's only one thing that you really want to do. Mm-hmm. I think of that open-endedness that's more, traditional to older MMOs modernized. Now, not as uh, egregious or uh, tedious as maybe an old-school RPG dungeon would be, but that more, more that than you enter, you go to the end, and it's done. I don't think it's going to be structured like the way that they've used the word dungeon like anything in the past. <clears throat> that being said, these are all predictions, and I don't. I'm not holding myself to any of them. I just need to have some yeah, idea we'll of what to expect because it's more fun. Yeah, we need we need more information. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I hope it's good. And the big thing is for me, if Relic and Criterion are related in any capacity, like for example, it's the primary method of earning the relic, and then the alternate methods are you know fates or tomes or. Whatever, you know, like, like we had with the mm-hmm. previous ones. Um, it would mean that this would be a relic quest that actually had content. 
in the first patch, which we did not have in Shadowbringers, where it was an hour of a cool, a cool quest. Don't get me wrong. And it came with yeah. an extreme trial that was unrelated to the relic, to the, the resistance weapon. But I would like to have the relic and content to earn the relics in the point two patch, point two five, realistically. And on top and of that, likely it'll all be there. Yeah. I would like it to all be there. there. Yeah. And then point three doesn't have a criterion dungeon. So either there's something else they're planning on doing or they're planning on tying it into the deep dungeon. One of the steps is probably going to have to do with the new deep dungeon. So, um, I, I'm not saying it's going to be like the main thing, but I think it'd be pretty cool because Criterion. I can't be the only one who thinks Criterion is the Lopritz, right? I can't be the only one who thinks Criterion is Loprit, Loprit related. I wouldn't. That thought never crossed my mind, but now that you mention it, yeah, it's a possibility. It just it screams like Excitatron, Criterion, like it's just it screams Loprits to me. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. God knows, God knows I love him, especially my boy, no fucking way. But, um, I'm kinda, kinda off the Lofritz for right now. Well, yeah, for. I'm gonna, yeah. What, you didn't <laughs> like it when, uh, when tweeting, when, uh. Tweeting way? Tweeting way. <laughs> that was so good. Whoever thought of doing that. Very good social media management. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of done with the Lopritz, to be honest. I'm not. Well, so funny thing about that Sly, um, we were told that one event in the MSQ in six point one was actually a tease of more treasure dungeons that we're going to be getting. Um, and that we, I mean, of course, they're going to be Lopritz based. But yeah, it's, but it's not even just that. It's just not just doing the roulette wheel, which is the other one we're <laughs> expecting it getting. They said we might expect something else. Might get my Plinko finally. Give me my fucking Plinko dungeon, please. I want, I want the Plinko treasure dungeon so bad. <laughs> I just, I think whatever this is, it is a manifestation of something the Loprits have done. Yeah. And I think that it's going to result, again, I think the weapon is going to be also from the Loprits. Our resistance weapon will be, our, our relic weapon will be from the Loprits. I think, I think the Loprits are gonna, that's, this is what they're gonna do with the Loprits for a while. How do we go from Eureka to Bajja to Loprits? Because the fucking moon, Sly! You gotta remember that with Smileton, they accidentally, like, the machine went rampant and, like, drilled way too much shit that they now just have available. We've seen Smileton, like, have parts that move around and teleport you and shit. It's perfect yeah. to just start shoving shit in there. I don't know. I'm just done with the Lopperts. They're gonna be moon rocks. They're cute. Cheese rocks. They're cute, but God... Eat my weapon. Have to go make. The gobbies had their chance. The gobbies had their chance. They didn't do it. Yeah, but that's because the recipe was stolen. Yeah. Carrot relics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The consumables are all going to be carrots. You know how we had like Yay. potions and, and what were the potions called in Bojda again? There was a few different ones. There was resistance um, potions. No, the essences. I think they were called essences or something. The 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 perma buffs that you could get when you were in there. It's been so long. I don't remember the. Yeah. It's, I don't remember the name. You know, you had like potion that would give you like a buff for the whole duration, 
And then uh, mm-hmm. deep, yeah, essences, deep essences. Um, then you had the concern. They're all going to be fucking carrots. It makes too much sense. It's it's all carrots. It's always been carrots. <laughs> it just it's it has to be now. It's carrot time. Sorry, banana phone. It's carrot time. Right. <laughs> so, those are the big things we expect to hear about from the next live letter. Um, I'm sure there are other details in there. Uh, the new series rewards as well, something we hope to see. Yes. Um, we will be coming to the end of Series 1 for PvP and entering Series 2. I really think they should change the fucking name because I'm tired of explaining the difference between a season and a fucking series to people. I'm really tired of it. And this is all their fault. It's all the localization's fault. I don't know if they're called the same thing in, in Japanese. I think they are. I think it's it's uh, it's consistent. But they need to fucking mm-hmm. they need to pick a different name. They still want to call them a battle pass, so they want to call them something else so they don't come with that stigma. Yeah. But series isn't doing it. It's really not. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I have to get my armor before season two begins. It's like, no, that season one isn't the battle pass. It's that's the series one. Series one ends six point two. Season two is just for your rank. Like, oh times a thousand. Kill me. Kill me, kill me, kill me. <laughs> uh, if you do miss Series 1 stuff, it will be available for Trophy Crystals for yes. an entire patch cycle as well. So if you didn't get the armor in 6.1, you should be able to get it with Trophy Crystals until 6.3. So don't worry too much if you're a latecomer, if you don't finish it. At least that's what they said. They will probably clarify on that. Maybe not in this live letter, but the next one. I think it was pretty clear when they explained all of it, honestly. So it just it, – it's – gonna cycle out what what's gonna happen is just gonna cycle out yeah you're gonna cycle it in the next patch and then cycle it out and yada 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 yeah it's pretty clear so i hope the next one is on out probably not no give it to me slot <laughs> give it to me I hate the burst of bubble I hate the burst of bubble it's more it's more glam all the glam it's always all to be fair the glam about is glam uh, don't try to get around it with logistics. It's oh, it's dude. glam. The Criterion is going to be a giant carrot. It's going to be a giant flying carrot. <sighs> I can't wait. It's going to be so good. <laughs> for um, series rewards, it's too early, Sly. Uh, if, for series rewards, do you think it's happy gonna be- hour? <laughs> Are you in the boat that you think they're going to recycle or reskin the old top 100 feast mounts? Some people are really stuck whether or not they think they're going to do that. No, there'll be new mounts. I think so too. I think they're going to. So that's like I said, a reskin. Maybe I wouldn't be too surprised because um, Unreal has a reskin of a top. Actually, no, it's not a reskin of a top 100. You, you mean uh, Four Hollows? <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's a reskin of a, a PvP achievement mount. Yeah, so that's a bit different. Um, I would, yeah, I would be still kind of surprised because like people want what are the, what are the mounts? There's the Dreadnought was the most recent one. Um, mm. There's the Dread the Dread Dogs, whatever the fuck they're called, the the Dreadhounds or something. There's mm. uh, there's Alice's chair. That's a big one. A lot of people want Alice's chair. 
Uh, and I can't remember the other ones. The other ones, I guess I don't really care about. The road, oh, the roadster. Yeah. The Final Fantasy VI roadster enemy was another one. That one, I think if any of them gets reskinned and re-released, it's the roadster. Because that has a bunch of different colors in Final Fantasy VI, depending on which enemy skin you fight. The Roadster is the one I think they will do to. If they do it, it's yeah, okay. I wouldn't be surprised now if they if they reskin the Roadster in six point two. But I know the people who did top one hundred and feast they want to hold on to those unique rewards, which is why again I think they'll do reskin. I think I don't think they'll re-release any of the old ones, the top one hundred rewards. I think those will always be exclusive. Chat wants Bahamut Prime. <laughs> No, Bahamut Prime needs to be the ultimate mount when they release one of every totem. Get five to yeah. When six point threes comes out, one of all five totems get the golden Bahamut mount. Or release Blue Mage for ultimate, you fucking cowards, and then make it from that. Do you think Blue Mage is going to show up in the live letter? I don't think it shows up in the six point two live letter. Six point three. I think 6.4. I don't think they'll wait all the way till 6.5. I think they'll do 6.45 for Blue Mage. Last update we got was 5.25, I think. Which is why people are wondering because then 6.25. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, that's yeah. logical. So, I don't know. I don't think it will. I don't think it'll show. I definitely no Beastmaster. <laughs> Stop it. Chat. <laughs> no Puppet Master no Beastmaster. Okay, well, Puppet Master, let's talk about that. Stop it. Stop it. I no. Mean, see, but no. The, you could. No. But then. No. You add the. Uh-uh. And then you subtract nope. the. No. Nope. MDAS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yep. add the yep. barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Okay. Is there anything else? In Go play 11! I have. I kept up on the story. There's nothing else for me right now. Uh, so, yes, yeah, is there anything else? Oh, our trial series. I don't think they're going to tell us in this live letter what our trial series is. I think they're going to. I, gonna, I think they do. I think I mean, they're gonna, not in I this live gonna, letter, but I think leading up to the, you know. Well, yeah, leading up to, but not in this live letter. I think in the next one after that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we finally, they tease it. They, I think they tease it. At least. Do you think it'll be MSQ? The trial series? Do you think they'll take the opportunity to do that this time? Given what we're predicting it'll be, it kind of makes sense. Possibly. Possibly. I think it's a reasonable guess. I wouldn't shut the idea down. I, I don't think it will be. I think that... I think it's exactly what we think it is. And... You're still going with the four fiends. Yes. One's going to be combo fight. I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, no. One. No, no, no. So one's going to be one's going to be a. uh, It's not going to be a combo fight. It's going to be. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call the G Warrior a throwaway fight. I wouldn't call uh, Sapphire a throwaway fight. But it essentially was. So it's it's, one of them is going to be something like that. If we do get four fiends. So here's the thing. So there's a, there's multiple reasons. The chat's already bringing it up. They beat me to it, of course. Um, we were told in a recent interview a lot more Final Fantasy IV is coming in Endwalker. 
there's nothing you know more Final I mean. Fantasy four than Goldbaz and the four Archfiends. <laughs> yeah. So um I think at this point it is not a question of which series it is. I think it is a question of MSQ or not. I think they could better serve these characters in the MSQ. Because the the series of events in Final Fantasy Four is let's see if I can remember the order here. Scarmiglion attacks you first. Then mm. you find Cagnazzo in the castle when you return. Then you find, uh, oh man, the name's Barbarisha. Barbarisha's next. You find her in the Tower of, uh, Zot? I can't remember if it's Zot or Babel. It hasn't been that long since I played either. Right after you Plus fight. Zot. Yeah, I think it's Zot. Cause it's right after you fight the Calcabrinas is when you fight Barbarisha. Um, mm. and then you fight Rubiconte. Oh yeah, cause Rubiconte is Tower of Babel. Yeah, that's, that's true. And then they all come back and rematch you. And then you fight Goldbass. That's the order of things. I don't think there's any way that they satisfy that kind of... And I'm not saying they have to go by this plot line, but I think that they're going to want to. We're not going to get the... We're not going to get the, you know, like, rematch Battle Royale that we're thinking... I think we will, but I think the rematch is actually going to be a solo instance. I think all four of them are going to be trials, all four of the fiends, but I think the rematch. I mean, is that's going what we're supposed instance. to get with um. We're supposed to get something like that for um. What should we call it? Horyu. We were expecting to get like Horyu as a fucking fight, like in in, in the um. What should we call it series? And we never. Like, we just got a cutscene. That's saving saving it for the ultimate. <laughs> Saving Corey for an ultimate? God damn it. I mean, it's going to happen. Let's be fucking real. There's definitely going to be Corey. I also think when we do eventually get Corey in ultimate, it's, it's not, it's not going to be the last phase. I think Corey is going to become like a, like a golden Shinryu because that, so mm-hmm. Corey and Shinryu are essentially, Corey, Kieran, Shinryu, they're all kind of similar ish. Corey is a lot, it's more like a horse dragon. Kieran more like a horse dragon, but. I mm. I think they're going to go the route of making Koryu look like Shinryu at some point. And yeah. we're going to get it's going to be like a golden Shinryu of some kind, we'll see. But I think they kind of need to service this in the MSQ because of what's implied with Golbez. Um A he's Golbez. I don't think they want to relegate him to a side story. Uh mm. and B my theory about Golbez forces him into the MSQ. In that, uh, well, Sly Golbez is very, very well known for having a pet void dragon. And we seem to be looking we, uh, for one. I'm aware. Right <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. I've been aware where this is going and, for a while. And we are, de- we are definitely in search of a dragon in the void at the moment. <laughs> right. So, I think, I think that's going to be a pretty major thing that happens. So I, if, if for my prediction to come true, Golbez, well, technically, I mean, this the MSQ doesn't have to keep following that. It could be that the whole Xenos avatar thing, the mm-hmm. the void scent that he was uh, that he was attached to as a Reaper, um, could be that we just follow that as the MSQ, and this branches off to side story. Totally possible, but that's not my prediction at the moment. I kind of think they have to be MSQ. But, the, man, the big thing is that I feel like they deliberately didn't voice any characters in that cutscene because it's side quest. 
Like that Golbez scene is not voiced at all. Right. And that to me screams side story. <sighs> it's just, it just does. That's like, why the fuck would you voice everything else in the patch except that scene? Unless they just said, if we didn't have time, fuck it. Just don't do it. It'll confuse the shit out of them. That's a possibility. It's always a possibility. It's a possibility. Maybe they decided they didn't, they didn't know what they wanted to sound like yet. Also. Yeah. But that screams side story to me. As much as I don't want it to be. So sorry, everyone. They think it's going to be side story as much as I want it to be MSQ. <sighs> and I think that's it for 6.2 predictions for live letter. There's got to be something else, but nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Just seeing new armor, new mm. housing items, you know, the usual. Yeah, the usual, the usual. I can tell you this, though. I'm already looking forward to 6.3 for the next 24, man. It's nice to have one after a few years of not having one. It's really nice. Monet. <laughs> a lot of people oh, think Monet. that, uh, a lot of people think that, uh, what is it, Lamin and... I can't remember her. Lamian is Limza. Who's Gridania again? Who's their patron deity? Nafika? Is it Nafika? I think it's Nafika. I think people think yeah, Lamian and Nafika are going to be the last bosses mm-hmm. of the next ones because we had the Ulda, the Ulda finale with uh, with Naldal. Not a bad idea, but I still think Ashan is is the monkey, to be fair. But I think he'll play some sort of role in that at some point. Yeah. With that, Sly, I think we're ready to wrap up this State of the Realm, unless there's something you feel that we've forgotten. Mm-hmm. I think we've covered pretty much everything uh, that we can for now. Again, we'll find out everything next Friday. Yeah, and then we'll be doing a show about it that same day. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that should be a fun time. Well, with that, thanks for welcoming back State of the Realm. Sorry we were gone for a while, but as you can tell... We, we missed y'all. We missed y'all. We missed y'all. Maybe couldn't tell that, yeah. but you could definitely tell we have some shows on the way. <laughs> yeah. So with that, Sly, it's good to see you, pal. We'll play good to see Trail you. on House of the Hill again at some point. Yes, we and will. Mario Party and, and Trivial Pursuit. Oh, my God. <laughs> But in the meantime, why don't you tell everyone what you're working on right now? Well, uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um couple things. Uh, well, today um I uh the Nirvana Initiative came out, so I'll be playing that until Allure. And then Allure tonight on Primal is having a Pride weekend. Now, I will say this. I always usually tell you to go to Allure, but I'm telling you more so than ever if you're on Primal. Go to Allure tonight. There's going to be... there. There's a thing. There's a thing happening tonight and tomorrow um, that might reference other things. Can't say what. But you'll have to go to a lure and find out. Maybe, maybe order a drink. 
I'll say that. Maybe, maybe order a drink. Um, but yeah, uh, of course, station of SLI, uh, news coming this coming week, actually. This coming week. So, go to Allure. Go to Allure tonight. Order a drink. And then, next week. Next week. We crashed the ward again. You'll crash it for sure after <coughs> data after, center travel. If not before, after. then definitely after. Definitely after. And then, of course, before that, uh, sunbreak. Hunts. Hunt. A hunter must hunt. A hunter must hunt. Oh wait, did you, uh, did you do the, uh, demo? Get your Malzino no kill? Yep. Cool. Took, uh, about Interesting monster. four, three or four tries to get it down. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Yeah. I went with my classic yeah. hammer, of course. I just had to get used to those instant bullshits. Yeah, I went with out. American. I went with American Lance. I fucking love Gun Lance right now. It is so fucking fun. I'm not a big fan of the new hammer skills, to be honest. Not as exciting as I would have liked. <laughs> I like the dash there, more some, than the white. There's some on. fuckery you can do. There, there's a little bit of fuckery you can do with the hammer. Like, it seems like I'm, I'm even thinking about picking it up and trying. Cause there's some fuckery I've seen that you can do. Oh yeah. No, you can do some fun stuff with it, but I, re- I don't like the wire bug buff that much. It's a little too uh, cumbersome. It's 60 seconds of buff, but it's a little cumbersome mm. to, uh, to maintain. I feel like. So. <laughs> That's essentially all you do is you just swap on the buff and then you just fucking swap back. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really like Water Strike, which I like it, <laughs> but I'm not fucking going to try to use it. Let me tell <laughs> Water Strike, not my specialty. Let's just put it that way. Despite Sword and Shield being something I do spend a lot of time on. And Destroyer Oil has the same kind of issue where it's kind of tedious to upkeep, but very, very good. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's what's going on with me. Um, please look forward to things. Hi. We'd love to have you. Uh, Happy, what's going on with you? What's she doing? You can find me, Mr. Happy, everywhere just talking about 16. I just, just all these fucking <laughs> interviews. How is horny for fucking Garuda? My God. Yo, I got Keep the, it in your goddamn I got, pants. I got the, my pin, God. I got the pin right yeah. here. So. Yeah. I, I, I saw. I saw. Yeah. See, it's, this is, this, they sent it to me. I was like, Hey, if you ever sell those, let me know. And they're like, I'm going to send you one. And I was like, how much do you want? And they're like, just take it. And I'm like, I will give you money eventually. You can't stop it forever. So this was a nice little gift to receive. They, they had this made in like two hours after the friggin' trailer. That's I, artists crazy. are way too skilled. I don't, That's fucking I can't crazy. even comprehend Holy the shit. talent. I just, I, I literally mm. cannot comprehend it. Thank you. Thank you, Clink Ors, for this as well. Apparently, I, I'm very much not in tune with the artist community because I don't regularly partake in said things, but they do very good work. <laughs> very. And a lot of people knew who they were instantly. Like, oh yeah, I got this from them and that. And I was like, oh, oh, I didn't even know they were like that. I just, I just saw it and I really liked it. Oh, it's so good. And wait till you see. <sighs> Wait till y'all see the Final Fantasy count-up art. Y'all ain't ready for the artwork I had commissioned for Final Fantasy count-up, which I'll probably be beginning next month. Even though it's in the heart of a few other releases, and it's quite early before 16 comes out, we have so many goals, and I figure with other releases in between, it will probably end up lasting all the way through. 
Because I remember yeah. when did we start count up? Well, I say we, I mean Morag, Slack, and myself. When did we actually start count up before everything? Uh, count up. I gotta just find the first upload because we were we did it in like the middle of the summer even. And it took us a long time to get through it. And that was with, yeah, July 25th we began, and that ran pretty much all the way through to November. And that was with no side titles, no incentives, less games, less shit like randomizers, like uh, like, <laughs> like specific other mods that were going to be running, other incentives. I might even do a 100% trophy incentive. So I have to get every trophy on every game, which... Kind of sucks if they don't release Pixel Remaster in time, because I would have to go back and do all of them again after they do Pixel Remaster on console, which, for fuck's sake, Square, just release Pixel Remasters on console. Come on. I don't even, I don't have a reason to do them again, and I still want it. I did all that already. So, work with me here. Square, work with me. Anyway, I will also be uploading every playthrough to a separate YouTube channel. Not my main one, because it's going to flood my main YouTube channel. Uh, but <laughs> there's also Xenoblade 3. There's Champions of the Continent from Octopath. Uh, I'm sure there are others, you know, Patch 6.2. There's a bunch of other things that are going to release. You know, Crisis Core Reunion will have released by then uh, in the middle of the, the marathon and everything, which I, I honestly I don't think is still beginning of next year. They say this winter, but this winter is also early 2023. I think people tend to forget that. So... We got a lot of stuff planned, but the artwork's gonna blow your fucking minds. It's blowing my mind. That's what you can find me doing. Uh, seven videos on Final Fantasy 16 and more to come, probably, in the last week. <laughs> oh boy, what a time. Anyway, and Sunbreak. I'll be on Sunbreak. You know it's like. PC Sunbreak. Too. Yeah. I'm ready for PC Hell Sunbreak. Hell yeah. Yeah. PC Sunbreak. Let's fucking go. It only took me 50 hours to get all caught up to the PC version with all my Val my Valstrax armor and like two or three completed builds. It was a good time. <laughs> all set. All set. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to a short post show and we will be back next week with Live Letter number 71. Thank you again to Steel Series for sponsoring. Mm -hmm. If you want to check out any of their new stuff, exclamation mark Steel Series in the chat. Use the discount code Mr. Happy, save 12% now. And thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon as well. With that, we sign off and we'll see you next week for real this time. Until then, bye bye. Take care. See you next week. <laughs>